Welcome to Motivational Monday. This is Fed Rezac, Senior Trading Strategist here at CM Trading. And today, I'd like to share with you an anecdote of how to maintain, sustain, and reinforce motivation. But before we start, make sure to like, subscribe, and do share, especially if you find value in this presentation. And I gotta say thank you for all of you who have helped us build this channel. Thank you in advance. So I do appreciate it. Thank you. So here goes. So this is a story that went back almost 25, 26 years ago. I'm in university, I'm studying finance and business, and I have a friend of mine who's in college, and he's in actually law school, and every so often we would meet up, we would share some ideas, and this particular idea that the professor, this case, was a lesson in life that the professor wanted the students to have, and it was specifically surrounding motivation. Because lots of times we give up, we don't anticipate, we don't reinforce it, and that's the travesty of motivation. So here it goes. So the story is, and the case is really, is that they're studying this case about this really rich kid that finds himself spiraling out of control, really spoiled, gets into drugs, gets into alcohol, gets into the wrong type of people, and is allegedly convicted for murdering a girl. Now the father of this particular person um, had some mercy on him and as a result hired the best top-notch lawyer trial lawyer that you could possibly money can find and you know the type slick back hair gold tie really shined really polished personality and a track record of losing never any cases in his entire portfolio so that's on one side on the other side is this prosecutor who's just fresh out of law school, just passed his bar exam, really hasn't done any trial work, and he's green. So you can see the disbalance here. All right, so here comes the trial. So the trial starts, prosecutors making some really valid cases, and this goes from week to week to week to week, five weeks that the prosecutor has built his case against this individual. And this entire time, the defendant's lawyer is almost staying still, every so often making an objection, but has not fought any counter-arguments towards the prosecutor. And finally, the judge says, okay, so it's your turn, the defending lawyer. Now, what do you have to say for your defendant? So he gets up there and he says, your honor, to tell you the truth, my client is you know, is, is charged with this heinous crime of murder. But I got to tell you something. The person you allegedly say that he killed will be walking into this courtroom next Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Pandemonium in the silence. Pandemonium. Silence again. Pandemonium. Everybody doesn't know what to do with each other. You kidding me? The person that is dead... You're going to say he's going to walk through that door? So the judge was just too amused. He says, okay, so if you say he's going to come in through, she's going to come in through that door, then we're going to adjourn until 8 o'clock on Tuesday morning. So they adjourn to Tuesday morning. They open up the courtroom. They let everybody settle down. It's 9 o'clock. Everybody's head is turned backwards. In the U.S. courts, the doors are in the back and... You know, the plaintiffs and the defendants are sitting in front of the judge in the front. And everybody's just anticipating 901. It's not there yet. 902. It's 905. And she doesn't walk through the door. And 
continues to 9.10, 9.15, 9.30. And finally, the judge says, okay, listen, you've had your fun. What is this all about? So the defending lawyer says, listen, we all heard the prosecutor's argument. Very compelling arguments. But when I said that she would walk through the door at 9 a.m. on Tuesday morning, this morning, everybody anticipated it. So it means that you guys weren't fully convinced that my defendant, that my client, actually did this heinous act. No one could argue. No one could say anything. He made just a perfect argument, right? And we would think at that point, case would be closed. But this was a sharp prosecutor. He got up and he said, yeah, you know, Your Honor, it's true. We all anticipated it. I even looked backwards. But guess what? There was one person in the room that wasn't looking backwards, and that's his client. Case closed. Now, what's the lesson of the story? So here's the lesson, okay? In life, we've got to actively seek after motivation. We have to actually get into that space where we're sustaining it or we're looking after it and we're reinforcing it because those are the dreams that we work towards. And, you know, one of the saddest things I've ever seen is people in their 30s and their 40s lose that dream. And it's almost happened to me because there are times in life that life beats you down, whether it's financial, whether it's it's emotional, whether it's relationships, whether it's, you know, just kids having trouble, whatever it is, we all go through stuff. Everybody goes through stuff. No one has it easy. It's completely true. And telling somebody that somebody else has it worse, that doesn't help anybody. But in our lives, with the expectations that we have and the limitations that we have, and not the limitations, but the things that we can do, we can maximize as opposed to taking $100 and saying, you know, it's really worth 50. No, it's worth $100. Now, it's not worth $150, but it's still worth $100. Now, with that said, you have to always take stock of who you are, where you want to go, and what are you going to do in order to get there. And that's always the lesson in life. Thank you for joining me for Motivational Mondays. We'll see you here next week.